Good evening. Welcome to the Political Strategist. This is your podcast host. Happy Good Friday. This is Brenda K. Sanders coming on the program. You know, I have so much to discuss. It it, it is unbelievable. Some of the things that I endure in a 24-hour segment that we call a day a day in the life of, uh, of this, this, this year, 2023. It's certainly a day in the life of me, Brenda K. Sanders. I am, I am just flabbergasted tonight as I, uh, many of you uh, may know, you may not know, but I've been pursuing uh, my legal claims against employers though, that don't consider me a valuable employer. And uh, essentially what they have done is across the board, and I have many lawsuits, maybe countless, (laughs) uh, have done. And and as a group, I think they're uh, bringing uh, these uh, responses and answers to my legal claims that I've been discriminated against and basically discriminated against. I mean, I believe that it's plausible that if I apply, go on a, an entity's website for eight years in a row and apply for jobs and never get hired, I think one can reasonably conclude that they're being discriminated against. And um, such is the case with Wayne State University. Uh, I've applied for jobs for years uh, with that university, legally related and even administrative clerk, clerk, uh, even secretarial. I mean, I was just looking for work. Uh, and that's a big institution, uh, if you know about Wayne State University here in Detroit, Michigan. 
uh, it's vast and it has a lot of jobs and it has a jobs website and I have for years been applying for employment with that university and I've never received a response really Uh, I think uh, maybe in the last two years I received a response to one job and a letter was sent to me indicating that I was denied employment never given a reason I was never given a reason it was a pretty much a boilerplate denial I was never given an interview I was never given a chance to speak with human resources at uh, Wayne State University and um, very 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 uh, discouraging situation in terms of applying for jobs we know that Wayne State University sits smack dead in the New Center area in Detroit, Michigan, and that it occupies a lot of space in the city of Detroit, in the, in the municipality of Detroit, Michigan. But one thing I think I can prove uh, with my litigation is that it's a very racist uh, institution and very, I mean, just downright condescending. Uh, and I felt that recently, even today, just now, uh, after reading the response of its attorneys to me. And let me tell you, it's very condescending. These people uh, sit in Detroit and uh, they discriminate against African-Americans in the city of Detroit. And they, they, they then lend themselves to very condescending and retaliatory, uh, hateful comments. It, it, you know, I decided I've had enough. I decided to sue this university. And, and what I think, you know, I've sued because of the publicity of these um, uh, of cases and these attorneys who atten- uh, to attend to the uh, lawsuits that I filed, and I find them to be very, just very downright hurtful and retaliatory and condescending, as if you are a fly in some ointment somewhere and we don't have to hire you. Um, After many years of applying for employment with Wayne State University, I, this summer, I think last summer, intentionally applied uh, with some consciousness uh, behind my application, I applied for the position of general counsel after going, I believe, on its website or somewhere where I find out, found out this position was available. And what I did, I s- meticulously studied the qualifications for the job of general counsel. I believe it was... Uh, general counsel and uh, some other title to it, vice president and general counsel. And I know as blacks and African-Americans, as as females, we tend to uh, doubt ourselves and to uh, automatically impose a limit mentally on what we think we can do. And I decided long ago that I'm qualified for a lot of things and that I can do a lot of things. Uh, and I am not going to succumb to the negative attacks and the negative, hateful treatment 
by my former employer at the Michigan Supreme Court, uh, who's never proven that I couldn't do my job as a judge, not one time. Uh, and I'll, I'll reiterate that they had a psychologist who never met me, a psychiatrist, by the way, who never met me, uh, say I was delusional when I reported that I thought the deaths of two judges was suspicious. Well, I was tipped off. What else can I do? Just tipped off by a person who said this judge uh, was talking on Facebook and uh, called me. I mean, why are you calling me telling me? But I certainly found, after I found out a day or two later that the judge was found dead in his home, uh, I, or, or by his boat or something, uh, the years have, have eroded, uh, the, the years have eroded my, my memory, my precise memory. But in any event, I, I went to the FBI. I said, wow, I think something suspicious, suspicious about this judge's death. I was warned via phone call the day before, two days before. And the Michigan Supreme Court took that and, and, and caused me to be uh, deemed delusional. And I lost my job as a judge. My pay was taken uh, five months before my removal, which really crippled me and rendered me uh, in unable to really hire an attorney that I thought would be uh, really, uh, you know, uh, really fight for me to keep my position as a judge. And so that this was all strategic to remove me from my position and deem me mental. And that has stayed on, the, on, 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 on all of the websites for a number of years. And all of this, just because of a statement I made to the FBI uh, under the Barack Obama administration. And, and so then, at the time I was still a judge, here comes these military planes um, attacking me over my home in South Carolina. Uh, I, you know, I say it all the time that when I first noticed the military planes, I was still a judge on the bench at the 36th District Court. And I thought they were just you know how these uh, planes go out for exhibitions and do, you know, these tricks in the air and everything. I was kind of in awe at first of these planes uh, flying over my airspace, over my house. And then to uh, to uh, discover that they were there to intimidate me while I was still a judge. Now, I've already lost my pay. I've already been banned from my workplace saying that I was a dangerous person and then that's defamatory in and of itself because I never harmed anyone and um, then to uh, like I said lose my pay and then to have these uh, military attacks against me and I did not know what was going on I did not know that I was the subject of military attacks but in the, in, in the interim, while I'm trying to find employment, because the Michigan Supreme Court has uh, done a hatchet job on me and deemed me unable to do my job. And let me tell you, there was never any evidence whatsoever that I was unable to do my job. In the 36th District Court, all the proceedings are, are recorded. The court reporter records them. 
their videotapings of the proceedings. And, and so there was never any evidence presented whatsoever to any panel anywhere in Michigan that I could not do my job as a judge of the 36th District Court. All of it is fraudulent. All of it is a lie. And in fact, I, I, as I uh, face these lawsuits and they keep repeating these uh, words of the Michigan Supreme Court, I believe at this point criminal charges should be filed because all of it is fraudulent. And then when you couple it with the military attacks, I, did I make that up? I mean, you can go on my Instagram site, Brenda K. Sanders for Congress, and my Instagram site, Brenda K. Sanders, uh, my Facebook site, Brenda K. Sanders. Three, I think it is. I might be mistaken. I've forgotten that I haven't quoted it in so long. But all of these sites uh, display the my videos that I took myself of planes intimidating me and my family uh, when I was a judge of the 36th District Court. And thereafter, these, re- these attacks have continued and continued and continued, even today, today being April 6, 2023, April 7th, 2023. I walked out to walk my dog today and there were X's in the air over me as I was walking my dog. At night, when I'm walking my dog, military planes or some type of plane uh, and uh, uh, device or, or, or uh, mechanism um, is flying over me. And I usually find myself walking pretty fast or running to cover, uh, to avoid any attack by the planes. What they do is they hit you with something. Now, it's not like they hit you with a rock, but something. Maybe it's a beam or something, but you can feel it. Usually, it's in the crown of my head. And I've offered to a polygraph about these events over and over and over, even for the Michigan Supreme Court, but it was rejected. Can you imagine that they rejected and said they did not want me to take a polygraph exam about Uh, what I have done and what I have not done, what I experienced and what I did not experience. And it's funny because when I was first on the court and under attack, of course, I took a polygraph exam and passed it. And in response, the Michigan Supreme Court, uh, the Michigan Judicial Tenure Commission had to um, dismiss charges against me as a result of that polygraph exam. And so I guess they found that I was truthful Uh, The polygraph examiner found that I was truthful. And in fact, I had never met this polygraph examiner before. Uh, That polygraph examiner strapped me down like you would be strapped down in an electric chair prior to an execution. And where those electrical occurrences uh, are measured in in the polygraph exam. And when I was done, he said, you passed... Judge Sanders conclusively on every question that was asked. He said conclusively, there's no question that you were telling the truth. And so the same is now, and I'm still offering to polygraph about all of this, these attacks against me, hitting me in the head, hitting me in the legs, hitting me in my feet, hitting me in my knees. 
and uh, no one's no one wants to agree to a polygraph exam uh, now and so what they've done is raise their fingers against me without any proof and they want to continue this lie this fraudulent lie that I am mentally impaired and uh, what you don't you know and if I assert the if I say okay I'm mentally impaired I can still do my job then you're violating the ADA the Americans with Disabilities Act by discriminating against me and I want to make the, that clear here on the political strategist but when I file complaints and this particular complaint I'm, I'm looking at is Wayne State University oh my goodness you should see the way now you, you're talking about some uh, an entity that has failed to even give me an interview for years I'm going to say a period of seven or eight years and I finally get tired of it I get fed up and I file a lawsuit in the federal district court here in Michigan. And, um, you know, the the response that I get from Wayne State University is unbelievably racist. And they tend to call me delusional and that, uh, you know, I'm crazy. Uh, I wanna read a paragraph here. they have indicated that they have not even received an application from me uh, for the position of general counsel. And I have an email to prove that I did apply for the position. And this position was not, it was posted on their website, but it gave an instructional, um, it was an instructional post about applying for the position and wherein an email was generated that you were to contact the uh, specific uh, person there at the university. And I did that. They gave the names of the persons to contact, and I did that. And yet we have Wayne State University uh, repeating these false claims of the Michigan Judicial Tenure Commission and the Michigan Supreme Court that I'm, I'm delusional. I don't know what I'm talking about. And here we have Wayne State University repeating those claims and using them as an excuse for why they did not hire me last year, why they did not hire me in 2021, why they didn't hire me in 2020, why they didn't hire me in 2019, why they did not hire me in 2018, why they did not hire me in 2017, why they did not hire me in 2016, why they did not hire me in 2015. And so these ridiculous claims are used over and over to not only defame me, to justify not giving me an interview, to not even give me a responding letter saying you're denied for this position, not even giving me a a letter of denial and the reasons why. And so we have these entities that want to um, continue to discriminate against blacks and they are sitting right in the middle of a municipality with a, a major, a major black population. And then they want to discriminate in, in terms of hiring. Now, I applied for secretary. I wasn't picky because I wanted a job. And um, what I came on this podcast to read is some of the um, language that their lawyers used 
um, to describe me because I sued uh, because they would not give me a reason why they are or have continued to deny me employment with Wayne State University. It's weird. You know why I say it's weird? Because even those applicants that may have been denied by Wayne State University and have no legal background or no legal acumen, uh, those people probably make mincemeat out of them and continue to deny their they're there to to not to deny people like me and others uh, employment no matter how uh, qualified you are have a bachelor of arts degree from the university of michigan in political science i have a law degree an earned law degree from the university of detroit school of law i have an honorary doctorate of uh a divinity degree that I earned from Destiny Christian University and I took off from my law practice two solid years to sit in a classroom and study uh, for that and towards that um, and and so we have these employers who are outright racist oh they said you're crazy so we're not going to even bother to give you a responding letter and to uh offer to you why we are denying you even an interview for the positions, various positions that you have applied for. Now, what I was going to do was read the University of the um, Wayne State Universities, the attorneys, their uh, responses to my allegations. And basically they say that you're delusional, your employer, uh, already said it when you were a judge and we continue to say the same thing that even though we did not hire you for almost eight years for anything at all you're delusional and that's why we are asserting that in this lawsuit and I guess that's why they're saying they did not hire me for any position at all for those years and it's sad I believe it's fraudulent I think that um these things should be investigated by a law enforcement agency and exposed, exposed to the public. This is a public university uh, and it holds itself out as being uh, complying with the uh, you know, equal, and equal employment laws of our nation. And yet we, you should hear the way and the tone of their responses to my uh, complaint that they're of, you know, racially motivated by denying my employment. Now, you already know that I have a history of suing, and not on my own, but I had attorneys back then, and that was the University of Detroit School of Law. They tried to say that I was not able to learn, and they didn't do it my first year. I passed all of my first year classes. They didn't do it until the end of my second year. when I matriculated all the way to my second year. And in fact, I went to summer school. So I was in my last term of going to my last term of law school. And then I received a letter, you're kicked out. You're dismissed. We adjusted your grades downward and you no longer meet the academic requirements to continue in our school. And so you have to start over. You have to sit 
out of law school for one year and then reapply. And if you get back in, you have to start over. Classes you've already passed and paid for, you have to start again. Now, this is a letter I received from the University of Detroit School of Law back in 1982 when I was in my second year and had completed my second year plus my first year of the third year and only had one term to go. And thank God there was a civil rights activist and an attorney and attorney Milton Henry who came to my rescue and the rescue of other students. You see, these things look like they're isolated, but when you start looking at the record, you find that there are groups and groups of blacks that have been treated the same way and that they engage in a discriminatory, discriminatory practice of racism. And I found I wasn't the only one, that there are other plaintiffs like myself similarly situated. Uh, and then, uh, because of the publicity, and that's why I say publicity lends itself to justice, um, I was admitted and, re- and, and admitted back, reinstated back into the law school. And I finished uh, my law school career four months later. Now, I didn't graduate till later, but I finished my academic requirements within four months of all of this uh, expulsion and rejection. And so what it was, it was a veiled effort to defeat my law school career. It was a veiled effort back then. Forget about what I went through as a judge and being deemed, uh, you know, delusional. Well, was I delusional when you kicked me out of law school and was racist back then? So we have a pattern of conduct in here in the state of Michigan, and it's established conduct. And um, I have pretty much uh, tried to highlight these events. And here again, we have a council for Wayne State University reiterating the claims of the Michigan Judicial Tenure Commission and the Michigan Supreme Court that I'm a delusional person, that I'm a person that can't be trusted. I'm a person with mental delusion, and I can't do anything. I can't work. I can't do legal work. I filed a complaint against you. You understood what it was. You responded. You're fighting against it. And so this is what's going on in our uh, city, our state, our country. And, And it's no different than in 1982 when I had to file lawsuit to get through law school. And it's a veiled uh, sexual harassment claims as well. And uh, the records speak for themselves. And if you look at this lawsuit, uh, Judge Terrence Berg in the federal court is the person presiding over this lawsuit. He's Barack Obama appointee. And it's Brenda K. Sanders versus Wayne State University. It's, it's just a travesty. The uh, legal system is used to further abuse, to intimidate, to 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 uh, demean, and to uh, try to to get a litigant such as myself to to abandon my claims. And they repeat and demean and denigrate. Uh, to the point uh, that they want you to stop suing them for not uh, for not hiring uh, you or me. 
And I just want to report it here on the political strategist. It's Wayne State University. And this is just their answer. There's no telling what else they're going to do. Uh, you're, the, you're the entity that failed to hire me for multiple jobs for multiple years where, where I was qualified, where I was qualified. And so you have to answer for those claims, but you come back and you try to denigrate me and my reputation. You repeat what's already been done and which is improper and which is retaliatory and which is meant to disarm and to intimidate. Wayne State University, you have to answer for your behavior here in the city of Detroit. You are uh, a problem, I would say, and, and it's proven here in this lawsuit, your attorneys are a problem. And you do not want to be held accountable for your employment discrimination. And so you continue to muddy the waters with these unsupported defenses. And I'm going to do what I can to strike these defenses or move to have these defenses striked. Let me, stricken rather. Let me tell you who this case is pending before Judge Terrence Berg. Like I said, this is a Barack Obama appointee. And I'm not asking for special treatment. I'm just asking that the law be followed uh, and that um, this case be treated as anybody else would be treated in the same way. But this is what's going on and again, with my case at Wayne State University. I'm going to continue to report what goes on here on the political strategist and these uh, documents I'm going to actually post on social media so you can see what Wayne State is really made of here. I mean, I think that they hold themselves out as a fair institution, an institution that is void of discrimination and hateful uh, conduct. But I think as you uh, look at some of this litigation, you will see what Wayne State University is really about. So I invite you to continue to listen here on The Political Strategist as I talk about my litigation and what's going on with my case against Wayne State University. Thank you for listening this Good Friday evening. Thank you for even tuning in this Good Friday evening. And if I don't come on the podcast before this coming Resurrection Day, Easter Sunday, I wish you a happy uh, Resurrection Day and Easter Sunday 2023. Talk to you next time. You may not have a 
Sing with a gangster lady. 